graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. We are very blessed to call this nation our home, and that's what America is. It is our home. It's where we raise our families, care for our loved ones, look out for our neighbors, and live out our dreams. It's my prayer that on this Thanksgiving, we begin to heal our divisions and move forward as one country, strengthened by shared purpose and very, very common resolve. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, welcome to Trump's America. The last episode we recorded was the day before the election, and I know you've been chomping at the bit to talk. And of course, the freaking... <laughs> the minute we start recording, the, uh, the the heater comes up. Because we are recording this, I guess before you go into the whole uh, uh, Trump thing... We are recording this, like, the, our first, like, real, real, real snow here in Rochester. The Northeast kind of got hit. I think some of the Midwest got hit also. Um, it didn't gotta, get, like, I don't even think it snowed in New York City, but. We got a bunch of pussies here. Actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. This morning, you know, you live in Rochester. You're born and raised in Rochester. Learn how to fucking drive and snow people. And I have a rear, I have a rear wheel drive car. Rear wheel drive cars do not go well driving in ice and snow, yet somehow I can manage to fucking not fucking plow into a fucking another car. But other people, there's a difference between driving safe and driving like a fucking pussy. And I'm sorry, people, don't drive like fucking pussies. And it just, it drives, you know, and I, you know, it just disgusts me when I get behind people that like, just go, just fucking go. What are you, if you're that scared, stay home. Take the fucking bus. You know, I don't know, call fucking Uber, I guess, whatever. But it just, it, you know, get a fucking taxi. Those people, if you've been that fucking terrified to fucking drive, then stay the fuck home. Um, it was, it was so, so here, here's what get, here's what makes me laugh about the whole situation. So RAT, Rochester Institute of Technology. Yeah. College. Yeah, it's one of the colleges mm-hmm. here. It's one of the top three in the nation for technology and whatever. Um, they closed. Yeah. I'm sitting there and, okay, so the element, the, the high school and the elementary school that are just down the street from you did not close, but you're, you're closing. Oh, by the way, Monroe County, Monroe Community College didn't close either, but yeah, you're open. You're not open. Yeah. Mm, that makes a lot of College, sense. College, you know, I guess they wanted to have a three-day weekend. I, I you think, know, it uh, wasn't that bad. It, and then plus... Like, what kills me is that, okay, yes, it did snow a lot, and in the morning, there was, like I said, the, the streets weren't pro- plowed properly, and, you know, it took me an extra couple minutes to take my daughter to school, you know, driving behind slow people, and of course, driving cautious. I'm not, I'm not a maniac, I'm not flooring it in the fucking snow and the ice, but, you know, the, okay, but by fucking noon, like, the streets were, all the plowing that needed to get done was done, yep. and, and pretty much all the car, just cars driving in general got the streets down to where they were supposed to be. But, you know, I guess, you know, the college wanted to have a three-day weekend, you know. I, I just, it just makes me laugh because, like, you know, you see these people. And, and okay, granted, you're, if you lived in Livingston County and actually Ontario County, too. Um, Which are counties. Obviously, the, they, you know, Livingston County had a travel band. Mm-hmm. Um, Ontario County's right next door. 
you know, Victor's kind of like in that little little area there mm-hmm. where because I, I, I think like Livingston comes right up to where Monroe. Well, it it hits Monroe, but I think it comes right up next to where Victor is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that, but um, it, it was really weird because it's like. Okay, these schools are actually calling off. So is it getting really bad? Because like Fairport was over there too. So mm-hmm. what I love is that they always talk about the people in the suburbs always get a blackout. Like you know, the minute the minute like you know the minute there's any kind of slow snow, it gets a little cold. Boom. You know, oh, such and such county, this area has been blacked out. That black. Well, that's what you get for living out in the fucking sticks. You know what I'm saying? Like like. You could have it one or two ways. You can live in the city and, and, and be around minorities and, and maybe your car stereo gets stolen. <laughs> or you can live out in the fucking suburbs where you fucking, you know, the, the temperature drops lower than 34 <laughs> degrees and you lose fucking all power for a couple of days. Well, so. <laughs> I mean, there was, there was, it, it wasn't just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that. I mean, there were places like up in Greece that lost power. Greece is the fucking suburbs. It's, no, uh, it's right next to the city, dude. Like it's literally like next yeah, to the I, city. but I'm just there are people who there are That's people not, who I don't live. Consider that like I, no Hilton, I consider Hilton the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Right, I consider that the country. <laughs> Give them some fucking manjos and shit. Like, what did Durrell say? No, Durrell. I think Durrell's commenting on uh, on uh, Raven coming on. He goes, "Oh shit, look who decided to come in." Yeah, that's what happens when we do a live when we do a live show. And and I'm surprised because there's there's a contraption on the door that it's like a childproof thing, but I guess she figured out the child the childproof thing, you know, so kids don't wander down here. But you know, it is what it is. That's what happens when we do a live show. Okay, so also in other news, and and, and okay, you know, we're kind of kidding. In all seriousness, uh, Japan just got hit with a magnitude seven point three earthquake. And they're, 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 you know, they're in tsunami warning, tsunami effect. I'm not, I don't think, as of right now, as they're recording this, nothing bad has happened. But, do, I, um, do I see that underneath that note, the next thing there? Is that true? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do have an Oscar letter, which we're going to get to. But uh, let me see. What did Durrell say? I don't really want to know what he said. <laughs> Paul keeps telling me to move to Rochester, but fuck that. No, Durrell, <laughs> stay, stay in Alabama. Bro. As a matter of fact... Get a spare let me room. Put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. Do you want to deal with the racists down there, or do you want to just deal with little? I'll, I'll look. Well, no. I just. I don't That's what know. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, look, Rochester's my home, and I have to make it my home. But I, I think I'd rather be in fucking Alabama. Uh, I don't know. If I had a choice, no. Uh, Darrell's guess. Save me a spare bedroom, man. Or, <laughs> uh, send me the send me like the the want the the apartment ads in the newspaper. You know, the you know, you know the, the the you know when you look in the paper and have like apartments. Yeah, I guess I could yeah, yeah, I could go on like. Yeah. The Craigslist, you know, uh, Alabama's uh, Craigslist, which I've done like before. Craigslist apartment hunting. Yeah, Craigslist apartment hunting on on uh, in Alabama, and and it's funny because I'm Darrell. I'm actually I'm glad you are here because uh, Oscar did write a letter, and I will go over to it. I might. Just, Paul's gonna dig in. Paul's gonna dig into Trump in just a moment, but um, and it's funny because I'm glad Darrell's here, and I'm glad that we have Oscar's letter here. Okay, damn guys. Like a movie of the week, Trump is your president-elect. Why is everybody freaking out? I see on the news that there are protests throughout the states. You Americans need to calm down. Nothing is going to happen. It would be hilarious to see the heads of Canada and Mexico come come on the news and say that they don't want any freaking American immigrants trying to get into their country and taking away jobs from their citizens. I don't think anybody wants to go into Mexico. Uh, well, but well, no, well, Canada. I mean, Canada actually does have like uh, not strict uh, immigration laws. Oh, no, no, laws, no. But... They got billboards. Like, I think there's actually billboards in Buffalo right now that are. Stating, hey, moving to Canada? Here, let me help you. Mm-hmm. Seriously, not even. Oh, oh, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, making a yeah. business out of it. Um, he goes, I hope all the liberals actually leave the country. It would make a great reality show. Trump can host it 
at the end of every <laughs> at the end of every episode say you're deported. That would be hilarious. Now I'm very interested to know what pistol packing Urkel has to say. So Darrell, while you're here, um, I'll I'll switch back to the browser and we'll see what you got to say about it. I actually heard on the news uh, for Trump to have a national carry law. If you're legal to carry in one state, it would be valid throughout the U.S. Which, like our driver's licenses, because when I was a state correction officer, I was able to carry. Now I got my I was carrying my weapon under my uh, <coughs> under my peace officer status when I was a correction officer. And actually, George Bush, uh, W. Bush, after 9/11, signed a thing where if you were a peace officer, your right to carry a weapon uh, was legal in all 50 states, or at least the 48 continental states. I can't. Uh, I'm not going to speak for Hawaii or, or Alaska. Um, which is why I was able to buy my house in Jersey. Because I mean, I mean, I I could have bought my house in Jersey and just not carried, or just carried and hope I didn't get in trouble. But I, but once it got signed, a lot of people uh like started moving because. The other Western New York states uh, have Western New York facilities. People live in Pennsylvania right. and they commute from Pennsylvania into, into New York. So, um, so yeah, I was able to. So if Trump, if Trump makes it a thing where everybody carries, you know, like I said, it would be no different than our driver's licenses. You're, we get issued like we get uh, us. We got our licenses issued for the New York state. And it is recognized in every other state. It's not like, you know, you have to get a different license if you're going to be driving in California or something like that. Okay, there. Darrell's already commenting. Um, Let me see, where is he? And we'll get back to Oscar's letter in just a moment. Okay, Darrell says, I don't mind being able to carry in every state again. And, oh, oh he's got to go. All right, Darrell, thanks for coming on. Um, Yeah, I, I, I'm i not against that. I'm surprised that that hasn't what been did, pushed early. What did he say at the end of the Okay. Like oh yeah, no. There's there's more to the letter. I just wanted to get back to what Darrell oh, was right. commenting. Well, just, just read the, the <laughs> okay. Right. What he says. Uh, Trump. Trump is for a national carry. Now I don't know if that's true or not. That if that's what you heard, but I it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise. Me. Uh, okay. That's there's very a lot of fake shit out there, by the way, Oscar. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, a lot of bogus websites out there. Uh, so the pistol packing Urkel couldn't bring his guns to Rochester and protect his Chris. You guys fucked up and should have an election show episode with Urkel as the guest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm about it, to have an election show yeah. in about two seconds. So it'd be so interesting to hear uh, Paul Durrell and you discuss politics. And Chris, can you please explain how? possible that you get fired from a retail job that's still i don't want to get into it but you know it was people who just didn't fucking mind their business it's a, it's a you know long story short had people just minded their fucking business everything would have been good but i'll get to that hopefully i'll get to that <laughs> paul doesn't take the whole, the whole hour trashing trump but um i'm i've been uh i've been i've looked for jobs i've been looking for jobs and i do have one lined up for next monday right after the holiday um i'll be going into training it was only a couple weeks that you were out yeah exactly i'm not one of these fuck you know trust me it 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 was it was wonderful to think like oh yeah i could sit at home and collect unemployment and scratch my ass and play playstation 3 and jerk off and stuff like that but i gotta get back to work and and this company is actually uh you know not to i'm not going to talk too much about it because i don't want to one i don't want to get in trouble with my company with the new company that i'm going to be working for um but more more money basically like more than a dollar a dollar plus more an hour plus um a guaranteed 40 hour work week where in my old job at the evil corporation known as rite aid uh, I couldn't get fucking, you know, I had a fight for 36, 37 hours. So any friends of mine, if, if you're within the sound of my voice and you happen to, to be in a state that has a Rite Aid, boycott them. Fucking don't just, just don't. Wouldn't that mean Walgreens too? Well, it, when Walgreens buy them, when Walgreens buy them, buys them out, okay, then go back. But if, if you can spend your money at some other store, don't go to fucking Rite Aid. Um, okay. So that's how I lost my job. Is, is <laughs> isn't, okay, back to Oscar's letter. Isn't retail one step above the guys that empty port of, port of sand toilets? <laughs> 
Damn, Chris, I know that you're an atheist, but you need to find some religion. I hope that common, uh, uh, I hope that you have the common sense to know that you shouldn't go to any job interviews with that hard, disgusting beard. I actually went to the job interview <laughs> with this hard, disgusting beard because the job that I'm going to be doing doesn't require, um, uh, and I, I brought that up during an interview. I'm like, look, I know I have this crazy beard. I'll shave it off. But the girl was like, you don't have to. And, but I may shave it off anyway, just to like start from scratch and then grow it slowly at work, you know, like, yeah. so I may shave it off. That's definitely going to be a, uh, a, that's a stranger, be a stranger that's going to definitely be a stranger vlog we'll put it in the background um, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes uh, couldn't you land a job as a as a ditch digger with that nastiness on your face oh like i said before your life makes me feel so good about my life uh get Darrell now uh p.s the facebook live stream is a horrible idea i totally hate having you talk to your three friends just do the podcast as usual and do it more often. Uh, couldn't Urkel Skype in for you to, your, to you guys in Paul's basement since Chris is too broke to own Wi-Fi? <laughs> um, and then, it's it's a little bit. Um, well, actually, look like like Darrell uh, commented right now. He's obviously like at work right now. Yeah, Mondays so Mondays he's working. But we would again, we would have to like push that. We would, I will, I will if, give for those of you that do listen to this show. If you don't listen to Tsunami's Faithful podcast, uh, Darrell has gotten a new job. This is today, and I think tomorrow is his last. Oh, shifts. There. I missed. The, I haven't listened to the yes, last most yeah, recent episode so you need to give some props you need to message him and be like good job oh, okay uh and there's some other things that go along i, I want to bring him on just so he can talk about it because then he can rip that old job of his now mm-hmm. oh that's gonna be hilarious <laughs> i was gonna be so much fun i can't wait for him to do that that's yeah. gonna be hilarious so i mean so even though but, like okay. darrell chimed in he was right he couldn't Here, be on right now because he was at work so the problem is is you gotta understand when, when you do a podcast like this we're just in we're recording with this mic right here so those of you that are watching the live stream you can see me pointing at this mic right? that's mm-hmm. making me look like Wilson, uh, whatever the show is, home improvement. Um, because of that, we can only we can only do it that way. We can't just Skype somebody in because there's a chance that while we're recording that we're not. Well, first of all, it's going to sound terrible because then you're then it's going to pick up through this mic. Yeah. Then you know then it's going to be what a, 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 an echo loop kind of thing going yeah. on. And then we're gonna we have to keep it on so that way we can hear it. So yeah. you know if, it, it just it's too much. It's well, too much. if we were to, if we were to have an episode with Darrell on through Skype, it would have to be just me and Paul with headphones on. We, it, uh, to make Oscar happy, it probably we wouldn't live stream it because that would be way too much going well, on. Well, and, and the other thing is, is we would have to be in separate rooms too, because again, that would cause like if he's on the other side of this room, we, no, I but can like still like, like let's just say if we skyped with Darrell off this computer, right. like just this computer, I I would put my headphones on. I'd get like a splitter so you could get the headphones on. We could both talk into the microphone, speak directly to the microphone. <laughs> it just well, it just wouldn't probably stream. Do two mics too, man. yeah. No, we, but we, we you could. I mean, that. you could do two mics, but we could just do one mic as in yeah. it would be as if one person was doing a Skype call except it would be both of us we'll try it. We'll with the, with the splitter we'll no we could happens. do it just we couldn't to live stream because then the audio we like we wouldn't hear Darrell on the live stream so it would make no sense putting it on the live stream <laughs> fuck Oscar fuck Oscar <laughs> oh Sean Sean says uh, I'm not watching Goldberg until later oh that's right because he probably you probably like DVRing it or watching it on the WWF network he goes the Wi-Fi in here sucks but I'm watching while I can are you are you are you are you commenting in from uh, work Sean uh, which... don't get the man in trouble shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> well I mean okay well, he said the Wi-Fi here sucks. Jesus Christ! But look, Chris, I gotta, you gotta, you can't be doing that shit. But, but yeah, say, no, no, I'm not. Look, and then look to say, fuck Oscar. Look, in any in any other context, getting a, a, a you know for a guy that's like calling me 
fucking all types of names. In any other context, it would be like harassment or whatever. I love it. I think it's interesting. I think it's funny. And 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 I I don't want Oscar to fucking change a bit. You know what I'm saying? Hate us. Keep on hating us. It was. I don't know. I I'm, I get I'm just waiting for the chance to talk about Trump. I get off on it. Destroy everybody. Okay. So okay. Now it's funny you mentioned. Uh, it goes Paul. Uh, okay, the, this is the last line of of oh, Oscar's. Fine. Oh, just in on the house phone. Oh, okay. The, uh, Sean's watching on the, off his house Wi-Fi. Oh, okay, good, good. He's not at work. Okay. And he goes, uh, Paul, enough with the tsunami talk. Nobody gives a fuck. What are you talking <laughs> and if, about? And if they do, they would listen to the podcast. They Let, do. Let's not make two, uh, two strangers on a podcast an infomercial for your horrible tsunami faithful podcast. Well, that being said, check out the tsunami faithful hey, podcast. Hey, by the way, Oscar, this, that show gets about between a thousand to three thousand listens in the first week it's out. So fuck you, buddy. Okay. Anyway. All right, so okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna step back and, yes, and you are. I'm gonna acquiesce the floor to Paul, who's been just been chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit. Okay, so can we get a one two one two? I would one, like two, you. I would one, like for you to speak one, so we can two, see the levels. One, okay, look at, that, look at those levels. They're so beautiful. All right, so I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. This is our since our last episode, we were literally recording this uh, the night before the election. Fucking as in a, in a Twilight Zone fucking twist that none of us were expecting. This is a movie of the week, like Oscar said. Fucking Trump won. What the fuck happened, Paul? What the fuck happened? Uh, I'm sad to be a white person. I'm sad to be a white person in two differences. Number one, because over sixty percent of you voted for Trump. You're all fucked. And second of all, where the all these KKK bastards are coming out of the woodwork now because it's fucking shit. Yeah. Ever since, uh, ever since you know, not to cut you off, but ever since this uh, this thing, and I, I and a friend of mine had like the statistics, and and like like a couple of hundred, a couple of hundred hate crimes or hate related oh, yeah. incidents. Swastikas going up uh, in, here in Rochester so, alone. Uh, pride flags no, were getting there, burned. There, there was the pride flag that was burned here in Rochester. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't any swastikas. Well, no, not, well, not no swastikas here in Rochester. But an hour away in Syracuse, someone they were drawing it swastikas was, on someone's door. It was below Buffalo. Oh, okay. In Wellsville, that, that swastika that's mm. on the building and everything. Uh, well, that might be something different to what you're saying. That's well, yeah, because it's, it's one of those deals where it's like a college dorm and you can, oh. people can leave notes. Uh, what it happened, Darrell says, what had happened is we should have voted for Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's peace through tyranny. Oh, hell, Lord, exactly, and, least, and I know we'd win the war with Russia then. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, what had happened when in the college campus, people have like doors where you could write on with with right. with, oh, with and uh, then, and then dry was, erase marker, and, and they were erasing, they were putting swastikas on people's doors. Those goddamn fucks that were putting out on college campuses. Oh well, if you tweet to this or if you text to this, that counts as a vote for Hillary. Oh no, yeah, there were people. No, no. Yeah, if you, they were trying, there were people trying to fool voters into thinking that if you just sent a text out. Welcome to what I experienced today. Welcome to, yeah. yes. That's why I said you need to move your ass up here, Darrell. <laughs> you can deal with a little bit of snow. It'll be okay. Keep it up. I'm going to, I'm going to chain your ass to Buffalo. Yeah. And these, mother- <laughs> I mean, you know, and it just, it bothers me. And once again, I know you want to dig into, it just bothers me that these fucking people now feel empowered to, to. Well, let, let me, let me give you a note because mm-hmm. I've done some research. Mm-hmm. I know. I, uh, I've done some research. According to CNN, over 60% of white women voted. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in for just a minute. 60% of white women, over 60%, voted for white women. Uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? You, this guy, this pussy-grabbing piece of shit. Mm. Who, who, mind you, his current wife was a woman that he cheated on his wife before that. Exactly. And, and not to mention that, you know, there's... there's, there's plenty of evidence of him having other infidelities right you know hillary clinton who was cheated on you know yeah. so, so go on i'm sorry it's 
it's that that number alone is mind-boggling. Now, you know, I, I put that up on Facebook, and people are like, "Of course, oh, it's Obamacare." Here's the problem with Obamacare: some of the states, and I, a lot of people don't know this, some of the states when Obamacare first came out, they rejected any funding for the healthcare. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, is say like I could get the same plan that somebody in North Carolina, North Carolina was one of the states that did this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I had a Blue Cross Blue Shield plan here in Rochester, and it was two hundred and fifty dollars. I got maybe a hundred dollars off because of the, uh, the subsidies. Mm. Um, there's no subsidies in North Carolina, and it's ten to, and then it's like two times as much. What do we got on the street? Oh, uh, sketch says this is where you guys usually record. <laughs> this is where Paul keeps well, me locked well, up sketch- when we finish recording. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sketches, I get the corner. Well, I get the corner. Is is uh, patiently waiting. For, so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you're stealing me away from. Um. But so I mean, don't, I understand that. Yes, the Obamacare was affecting people, but that's not the whole system. Okay. That 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 can't. You, you're telling me that all these white women were okay with him talking about grabbing a woman at, on by her pussy just because he's not. No, I, I I don't buy that. Um. So number one, what contributed to this, in my view, mm-hmm. according to the numbers and what I'm seeing, um, is sexism. Mm-hmm. Um. I think a lot of people did not want a one president and it shows yeah uh and yes because they'd rather they'd rather have someone who's like has absolutely no fucking no experience whatsoever understand instead of someone who's been let me tell you something part of the system for 40 years or whatever here's a fact here's here's the number one fact out of this whole election hillary clinton is the most qualified person we've ever had run for president Mm -hmm. and this woman didn't even win how the fuck does that happen how the fuck does that happen after a guy first of all backward guy lost all three uh debates mm-hmm. he talked the way he did he had the controversies he did because of some emails that were proven time and time and time again uh didn't have anything to do with anything now you know oh well that's an excuse so i'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. or even worse uh i'm not gonna vote at all number another number to throw out at you 47 percent of eligible voters did not vote in selection who the fuck that's the, i mean now, now, I, I put that blows my mind who the had, fuck didn't vote who, who? Yeah. somebody somebody actually attacked me on my facebook page because i put this up i was like who you guys should be a fucking ashamed that you didn't vote in this election and one person got all offended i deleted her i, I deleted her comments off my shit mm. i'm like because that just goes to show that you're ashamed that you didn't vote in this election yeah. if you had to come out and comment about it. now let, let me make this very clear i'm not i'm not necessarily talking about people here in new york mm-hmm. we overwhelmingly here in new york and mo- all the blue states pretty much except for the ones kind of in the, the middle west there mm-hmm. um and virginia mm-hmm. um we we voted huge for hillary clinton so yeah. i'm not necessarily talking about those states i'm talking about those fucks in michigan pennsylvania in uh wisconsin was even though wisconsin went to hillary clinton uh, trying to what else. and you know I, I think that was part of the problem obamacare was another part of the problem uh but it was also here's here's another thing that a lot of people do not understand this is a fact it's a fact not only did the republicans put out see they, they sit there and they go well the Republicans had really ground. No, they didn't have ground. Number one, they convinced people that the emails made Hillary Clinton the devil, which they, they should yeah, have. Yeah, which have been, been, been under investigation for God knows how long. For four years. And if there was... The if, minute she walked out of... As, as the minute that she left as Secretary of State, mm. they started investigating. Yeah. If there was if there was an inkling of anything, we would have all heard about. It. You know, and, what and then was, and well. then number two, and and Darrell, I don't know if you're still on the stream, but you can attest to this. They're not down south. 
And this goes, this is why North Carolina and Florida didn't, I, in my view, didn't go for Hillary Clinton because early voting places were limited down. Mm-hmm. They were limited this year to an extreme measure. Like, mm-hmm. instead of there being like 10, there was only maybe four mm-hmm. this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's the thing. African American vote is, tends to be higher in early votes. So the problem that was happening is, is there was only a limited amount of uh, early voting places and the times to vote were limited. Yeah. So it's like, y- you you want people, It's easy to you get discouraged. You want to come but... in. I'm not just talking about African Americans. I'm talking about everybody. You want people to vote early, but then you limit them to do that. And then on the day, you got lines going down like five miles. I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but mm-hmm. it, it feels like that sometimes in yeah. some of these states. That, In my view, that's why she lost those two states. Had we not had... it, it, it I, I don't think... I do think that we do have to look at Obamacare and we do have to look at how people feel about the economy. Mm-hmm. But I, I the one thing I go back to, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people have to, to, to think about when you're watching this on the stream and listening to us, is how does a man that says the things that Donald Trump said mm-hmm. get elected to be president? Yeah. And here's another thing. Why is he president? Why? Well, why, why is he president-elect? Right. Why but is it's, he president But it's like, elect? you know, because there's people, okay, like, there are people who are, I, I like Donald Trump because he says what's on his mind. Now, mind you, what happened the other day when Mike Pence, the vice president-elect, went to go see Hamilton and, and the people, the, the actors on the stage got up and they, they said what they needed to say to, to Mike Pence and Donald Trump fucking still hasn't let it go. No, he still hasn't let it go. And, yeah. and here's the thing, like, Mike Pence said, yeah, I was fine with it. They can say whatever they want. Yeah, that's I, democracy. I didn't have a problem with it. That's democracy. <laughs> We're going to do what we can, you know, and that's fine. And, you know, that that's another reason why I sit there and I go, you know, I don't, first of all, I don't think Trump's going to make it to four years. And number two, I think that some people think that Mike Pence is, is the devil. Some of the things he has stood for and some of the talks about is that. Uh, but if we're comparing apples to oranges, so to speak, mm-hmm. I'll take Mike Pence any day. And he's a normal Republican. Okay, this is not something that we haven't seen from Republicans before. Oh, they don't like gay marriage or they don't like abortion or whatever. Yeah, typical Republican. I could take the typical Republican. Donald Trump, on the other hand, is a loose no. fucking cannon. Loose fucking cannon. And then, and, like, they're talking. Okay. And, and, and here, here's the thing. Like, if you look right now, and at the at last count, I think I saw this maybe a couple hours ago. One point seven Hillary Clinton right now in the popular vote, not the electoral college, popular vote. One point seven million people more than, than Donald Trump. She and and this this number has grown substantially. Yeah, I remember the night of it was it was only two hundred million. I mean two hundred thousand. Yeah, which is still two thousand two hundred thousand people is nothing to, nothing to sneeze at. But now that over you know the counting and the and the you know what they've been able to calculate has gone from two hundred thousand to one point seven million which is so and, and this is i, I kind of got to direct this at oscar too um reason why people are out there protesting i don't think i've heard many protests recently I think it's kind of calmed down a little bit mm-hmm. um is because donald trump is he has said so many racist things he said so many sexist and degraded women and everything else that you got white supremacists running up and down the south well sometimes up here in the north mm-hmm. putting swastikas up and going like this mm-hmm. you got white nationalists in D.C. having seminars now. Mm-hmm. Fucking trying to get their their way into the goddamn Washington elite. It, it's terrible. Yeah. What did Sketch say? And even, uh, I don't know, Pence is extremely is extremely against homosexuality. Like, he's pro-electroconversion therapy or something. But he is. And that, yeah, he, he is. is. And but that's one of those things where I, I understand that's where he stands. But it's never going to happen. I mean, I'm going to help. That sounds like, that sounds like a beginning well, no, of a no, Twilight no, Zone episode. It's never going to happen. And <laughs> flash forward. <laughs> <laughs> Please report no, to the camp. We camps. never thought that Trump was going to happen. Exactly. So. We never thought. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> 
I, you uh, would like to think, okay, someone's a little crazy, but they're not going to do it. But then again, I guess, yeah, like like we just said, but I guess we weren't expecting Trump to win the election. So I guess anything no, is possible. Was. Well, that's the other thing, too, is over 70% of people thought that Trump was going to lose. And that was part of the reason why people came out and protested that first night. Because they're like, they woke up the next morning because they couldn't stay up late. And they're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you know, I, I am, I'm, it's funny because they brought up this fact that Al Gore mm-hmm. and now Hillary Clinton uh, won the popular vote but didn't win the electoral college. Um, and yes, we put the electoral college in place because, well, we didn't want stupid people to get elected. Well, that didn't work this time. Um, that That's basically what the electoral college is. So to stop somebody from being elected, certain people from being elected, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Hitler or something. That was back. That, but, you know, well, they weren't expecting Yeah, because they, they, they want, the, they they want people who were living in areas that weren't that popular, po- you know, populated yeah. to kind of have their equal say. Right. So someone who lives in the Midwest doesn't feel like they're overwhelmed by, a, let's just say, a city like New York City, right. where it has like 11 right. million people, 11, like 11 million people live in Manhattan alone or something to that effect. So, you know, I could see someone in the middle of nowhere where you can drive 20 miles and not see a neighbor feeling a little intimidated. And I understand where the electoral college comes from, but, but I, like that shit needs to be fucking reformed or just straight up fucking thrown out because I think we're, pro- I think we're dealing with old numbers when it comes to electoral college. I don't think like, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, well, it's not even that Chris, like I don't think that we should be even having conversation about Trump being president. If somebody is winning the popular vote by as much as it is, mm-hmm. there should be something else. Something else should kick in at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. You know, okay, fine. Trump won the electoral college in several states that he probably shouldn't have won, but you're still talking about a popular vote of 1.7 million people. Yeah. You know, like, and it's not just because it's Hillary Clinton. It's because, well, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's like you said, like you think he's going to step down, or I don't know. I don't think he's going to get stepped down. I think he's going to cross the line somehow. I mean, he's already crossed the you, line. You think he'll be impeached or something like that? I think he's going to get impeached. I think that, um, I mean, he, his cabinet choices so far have been just so out of... And the dude that he, the guy he chose to, that who runs like the fucking white supremacist website. Yeah. You know, like... Breitbart. These are the, these are the fucking people that he's choosing. And that's fucking terrifying that someone who's that divisive and someone who's that, and, and you're going to, and you're telling this person's a cabinet? This, this person yeah. is someone who well, you're going to go not, to for advice and yeah. is going to tell you how to, you know, not tell you how to do things, but, you know, uh, you know what they say birds of a feather flock together and and you know i i would have never thought before he ran for election i would have i wouldn't have honestly said said oh donald trump is a is a white supremacist and a racist but you know now it could also be a, a tit for tat quid pro quo sort of a deal where he, he he put that guy in his cabinet because that guy probably you know uh what's the word i'm looking for uh volley for trump you know the guy right. the, the guy threw his support behind trump well, what, and his white supremacist constituency so happened? trump is sort of like returning the favor by putting him on the cabinet well no 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 what, what happened with him was he he was um very uh, he was crucial in getting trump elected so that's why they put him in there. yeah so it's, 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 to, it's, to, a, to an extent it makes sense but mm-hmm. because of the white supremacist ties it's not really you know and he goes okay sketch goes ha if he keeps deleting tweets that apparently get him in hot water well, he well he well he if he keeps deleting tweets that he apparently can't get him in hot water once he's president i mean it's my thing is that like apparently they're gonna start architecture that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 this is the most craziest. I mean, you know, I know we laugh like when we said, like, you know, like when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California, Ronald Reagan was the governor of California. These are actors, entertainers, yeah. you know, somehow fucking Donald Trump, you know, there's pictures of Melania Trump naked online. 
you know, our first lady for the first time in American history as of January 21st next year, just less than about two months away, there will be naked pictures available online of the wife of the most powerful man in the world. She barely speaks English, too. Yeah. And and then, like, I kind of wanted to bring that up also. Like you said that that, that, uh, you think about he may step down. Melania doesn't even want to fucking live in the White House. She wants to stay in New York because they have a son in New York and his son goes to schools in New York. I mean, she wants to stay in New York, too, so that their kid can go to school and then the next year they'll move them out there. But, you know, it's, it. you know, even Donald Trump said that he's not going to spend all of his time Yeah, it's like, what the what the fuck world are we living in where the president doesn't want to live in a White House? He'd rather stay in his, like, literal golden tower, right. you know? And it's it, it it's really, it, it's a fucking, this is like a, a, a Twilight Zone episode. It's a fucking, or, uh, to, to bring it to the newer parlance for people on Netflix, no, this is a, this it's is a Black episode. Mirror episode. This is, this is some fucking this is an episode of Saturday out, Night Outer Limits or some shit <laughs> like that. But it's just like, I can't believe, you know, the president's the president who won't live in the White House, who, and he oh. just, I, I, earlier today on Facebook, he kind of outlined some of the things he wants to do and it's it's all these executive orders and he wants to like like if you ever if you if you're ever part of the government you can never be a lobbyist or something like that which that i get you know and and once again i think in a, in a weird way his intentions are good like i don't think he's he's sitting there plotting to fucking destroy the united states but he's so fucking batshit crazy that he believes his own lies he believes his own well lies is not a right word but he when he boosts himself up he believes it whether it's real or not he believes it and you know how many times can you keep saying the sky is purple before you fucking honestly really believe the sky is fucking purple? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it just it just bothers me. Now, okay, we've got a couple more things I just wanted to bring up. Yes, like Oscar mentioned in the in his letter, there are protests going on. My thing is, it's like, it makes no sense like when they say, oh, they're protesting here in Rochester or they're protesting in New York City. New York City is a blue state, <laughs> you know, and no offense to the protesters, but you're preaching to the fucking converted. You're, you know, you're preaching to the choir. It makes no sense if you're going to be protesting in a place where people, Hillary obviously won New York State. Now, obviously, it's not like you're going to jump on a plane and fly to fucking, you know, the Midwest and protest, but I mean, that's where it's really going to be heard. If you're going to protest now, of course, you know, that's saying, you know, don't tell people to, don't tell people to go to Midwest where people are carrying weapons and then go protest and be anti-Trump. But you know, it's my thing is if for the people that are protesting, their hearts are in the right place. But if you're protesting in New York state, especially in a city like Rochester or in a city like New York city protesting, you're not really making, you know, other than maybe just getting on the news and you're just pissing off the people who live in the fucking, in the suburbs and they don't, they're not even seeing the news because their fucking lights have been taken off because of the snow <laughs> and um and then like uh last night they had the american music awards where uh green day in the middle of the in the middle of their song they started chanting no trump no kkk no fascist usa no trump okay which i you know i thought it was you know they're 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 aging you know punkers but you know i i kind of i dug that that deal well you know there's a lot of see that's another thing that bothers me like you had pretty much every newspaper, including Republicans, putting their support behind Hillary Clinton. They never endorsed a Democrat before. You got celebrities. You got President of the United States that has over 50% approval rating leaving office, which you never have as a president usually. Uh, you have his wife that just gave, that gave a, probably one of the best speeches I've ever heard, not just from her, but in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have Elizabeth Warren, you have Bernie Sanders out there, and still this woman, like, <laughs> it goes, it, you see, I, I think what happened, Chris, and 
this will be, and then we'll go to the commercial, obviously. Um, I, I think what happened, and this was a concern that Bernie Sanders had, was that his supporters were going to stay home when those went it count. And as we saw in the primaries, there were several times where Hillary Clinton just blew a state out of the, out of the water. We, we thought that it would be close, and it was. And it's because these people wouldn't go out and vote. They'd stay home. I think that was part of the reason. That was part of the problem, too. And I think there was a lot of, and these, and Bernie Sanders people, they're so fucking caught up on, well, Bernie has to, it has to be Bernie or nobody else. Um, you people can go fuck yourself. If you stayed home because you didn't want to vote for anybody. Since it wasn't Bernie, Bernie then, yeah. And, and here's, here's the thing that kills me. And this is where everybody should be. Bernie Sanders had a piece of paper, not a piece of paper, had a booklet in his hand of what the Democratic, uh, agenda was going to be if Hillary Clinton was, uh, put in office. Mm. He got a shitload of things put into that that would be put into place. Mm. How in the fuck did you people not sit there and go, oh, I'm going to vote for, I'm, 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 you know, yeah, let's, yeah, let's it, do yeah, this. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get every little bit that, not that Bernie to, wanted, but you'd still get not something. To mention, <laughs> not to mention the most important thing, and this is what really surprised me, because it, Paul Ryan came on, he's like, you know, if we lose all these Senate seats, Bernie Sanders is going to be in control of the budget. Mm. Uh, hello, Bernie people. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what you want. Why are you not out there voting? Look, at, the, at this point, Chris, like, I'm very disappointed in the Democrat Party. Uh, I'm very disappointed in people that didn't go out and vote. I think that they're the reasons why we're going to deal with this racist for the next four years. And to be honest with you, um, I would rather have Bernie Sanders in there than nobody than somebody else. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I honestly hope that, well, first of all, I hope Bernie Sanders lives that long. But I hope <laughs> that he, he can run for the president because we need we need him in the, we need we need to have a Democrat in the office. We need to do it. It needs to happen. Because it's, it's, it's now or never. Because if we don't, if we don't get him out after the four years, mm-hmm. the damage that he did is going to be even worse. Yeah. I, my thing is, like, I understand what people say. Well, well, my last bit, and we'll go to commercial. Like, I understand what people say. This was the middle America, middle class white person fighting back and getting their country back. And, 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 and that sounds, that doesn't sound, it hits my ear wrong when I say that, but I understand where people are coming from. And that's all, I get where that comes from. Once again, you and I, Paul, we live, we live in, we live in a bubble. We live in a fucking fish tank. We live in a city, in a democratic state. You know, there is a wide expanse of the country, which we would feel uncomfortable living in. And those people would feel uncomfortable living here. And, you know, we, we've seemed to forget, that, you know, but, but see, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're like in these little bubbles. And then there's this but, big, huge right, right, jump right. in the middle that are filled with people that aren't happy. And they made their voices heard. But one that does not excuse in any way, shape or form the rise of hate crimes no. and stuff like that. Unfortunately, Trump has fucking, you know, there's people, you know, leaving, leaving letters under like people who've been uh, gay couples oh, yeah, have been married yeah, I've, I've, saying, I've shared some of that now, now that our, now that we, this country has a real president, he's going to make your marriage illegal shit like that or you can't like you, you need to stop bringing people into this community or we're going to take care of you yeah it's take like care it, of it it, it's you know unfortunately for the people who genuinely feel that donald trump is going to do things to make their lives better along with that you bring all this extra fucking baggage and the baggage are the hatred are the are these these fucking militant white supremacists you know uh, you know that are that are now you've given them you've put fuel to the fire you've you've, you've given them an extra set of batteries I, and shoved it in their back and, and said go on there that's cause all the chaos you want and that's that's why the protests are happening and it's it's you know honestly if i didn't have a full-time job i didn't have to support a fan i'd probably be out there too i you know i feel the, the worst thing here here's where i feel on election day i don't know if a lot of people know about 
us, but Susan B. Anthony's grave is here in Rochester. Hundreds, hundreds of people, after they voted, stood in line, went to her grave. Uh, I think it's over there on Mount Hope Evidence, too. Yeah, Mount Hope Cemetery, if I'm not mistaken. And took their sticker and put it on her grave to show, you know. Like a solidarity sort of a thing, a woman voter. They voted for a a woman president. And now I bet you she turned in the grave. Not because a woman didn't get elected, but because Donald Trump got elected. Yeah, the exact opposite. Like, I mean, you should be like that that right there. Like, honestly, like, I I feel ashamed. I I don't feel like American right now. I I really don't. You know, I do what I need to do to survive, to support my family, to do what I got to do. But other than that, I don't, I just, you know, I just live here, you know, yeah. and you know, I, I, I publicly said on Twitter that I would go to, tw- I would go to Canada just to get away from this bullshit. And you know, that, that's, I mean, it's not, I mean, I kind of, with these protests, I kind of want to see the America burn a little bit, but, um, <laughs> if it gets really bad, you know, I may consider doing that. I mean, I just got a better position at my job. I just, I still have a second job, which I still have to have to pay bills off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am very, you know, I'm, I'm considering doing it. If it gets bad to the point point of where people are just you know being ignorant to each other and it's just turning into a shithole yeah if i can afford it i may do that like we have to here's here's my uh here's, here's my mind take obviously i want to sit and wait it out i want to see what's going to happen but once again we can't let shit become normalized we can't hear on the news oh another swastika went up today another another church got burned. that shit cannot we cannot and, let that shit come up and go oh okay it's and, just and another way, day no that shit is not normal we can't you know let's you know so we have to support our president or our president elect you know and i'm not you know whatever you know but if shit starts getting out of hand we have to fucking nip it in the fucking butt you right. know say swats and, and shit like that come up we, that shit's got to be turned down and if you know someone who's doing that shit call the fucking cops this that's a fucking hate crime you know and and, and you know just don't let that shit become normal it shouldn't be fucking normal and, you know? and by the way you know this goes it goes this the the other direction too if you're gonna protest don't fucking sit there and destroy number one yeah and number two like the the, the fucks that went dead yesterday yesterday into today to this morning i don't know uh four cops were shot oh yeah one was killed different states um stop that please that's not gonna get you anywhere i get i get that you know they're the cops are shitty in some communities but not every single cop is a bad guy. uh what do we got on the all street? right so Before chris says i know a number of rust belt democrats that voted for trump and a number of republicans that didn't vote because they can't stand trump yeah that's a like that's I said, I, I get, I get the whole middle class white worker, uh, you know, wanting, you know, want they they felt what they called the silent majority, what they call themselves, you know, they felt like they were losing their country, well, and, and they want to step up, and I get that, you know, but well, see here, I mean, you know. I, if you feel disenfranchised, I understand why you felt disenfranchised. But you know, if you have cousins or neighbors or brothers, or or if you know someone doing some kind of hate crime type shit, you need to nip that shit right in the fucking bud. You know. Well, and on top of that, I mean, I, so what you're saying, by the way, those are probably some of the silent uh, Trump voters that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there were Republicans that crossed over for Hillary because they couldn't. They were like, "Why? Why do I want this guy? This guy's a fucking piece of shit. Why do I want him as <laughs> you know?" So I mean, it, it went all different ways in this election, but um. Let's say it's the, the, the I think the, the the biggest thing besides Obamacare was uh, the whole thing about and you know CNN's touched about this touched on this a little bit. Uh, it, it it's these towns like for example Rochester had Kodak mm. for year 
years and years, people would move here because Kodak was here. You could get a job easily. Same thing with, it used to be Kodak, Xerox, whatever. Xerox is still here because they have the call center. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Harris. Bausch and Lohm. Uh, mm-hmm. ba- well, is Bausch and Lohm still here? I think it's still here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I can understand where people are coming from because these big factories were in your small town and that was the only thing that you had and now it's closed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like, you were talking about prisons that one time on the podcast. Uh, prison closes down, now you got nothing in the town to, to work for. There's some people that drive like hours to get to a job. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I, I think Sketch has done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's terrible, but it is what it is. Um, the point that I'm trying to make is, is I understand that I get that, but do you think that's going to change under a Trump administration? It's not. It is not. Okay. Yes, you can, we can get rid of illegal people. And yes, we can probably make some changes that need to happen with Obamacare. There are some things that I think need to change, like the whole 30-hour full-time bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that all being said, I still don't... I, I think everybody that voted for Trump, especially my fellow Democrats that vote for Trump, I think you should be really ashamed because you're voting for a guy who pretty much, from the, he's got court cases where he's allegedly raped some girls. Seriously. I don't know if those those stories are true, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it's gotten that bad. Yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, I mean, let's let's do this next question and yeah. move on. So, and then, uh, oh, Jen says, eliminate NAFTA and it will happen. And Jen, thanks for joining. Uh, Jen Jen has been our, our, our definite uh, Trump supporter. And I just want to, I just want to say, Jen, I, I love I love you. I love you. You know I love you. And and I know I kind of I come down really hard on Trump supporters, especially way, on my Facebook. My Facebook. By the way, Jen, I'm buying a love Trump's hate shirt. <laughs> so and I will start wearing it during every podcast well, just I, to spite no, you. But I'm saying I I know I've been bashing Trump 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 supporters on my Facebook feed, and I feel I do feel kind of bad because people I know and people I care about uh, support Trump, and I know I get a little I can get really fucking you know dickish about it, and you know I don't want you to take that personal or anything like that oh jen says laugh laugh my ass off i think she means your your yeah. shirt so it, it's just you know don't don't think that i'm being uh i might get Chris i, I bash you know look paul and i we we, we 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 tease each other and shit like that you know and 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 you know what and, and i and i know i have family members i know i have family members family members who are still on my facebook feed who have supported trump and has sat there and let me fucking rant and rave and get it out of my system and don't and haven't like taken it to taken it to heart and it's just, I just, I, I need to vent what I have to vent. You well, know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it, it's I'm fun. Really... Like, I'll say something, like, I'll say something anti-religion and no one says anything. Or I'll say something like, you know, I hate, you know, whatever. I hate people who can't fucking drive and no one says anything. And and I and I have friends. I have friends that are super religious. And I know when I say stuff that's anti-religion, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to, like, I say, I'll say something like, you know, people who are religious are assholes and idiots, you know. And then I have religious friends on my Facebook feed. And I'm like, wow, that may, I hope they, I'm not really talking about them. You know, because if, if you're that kind of a hypocrite, you're not really a good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like the, my religious friends aren't hypocrites that, you know, that, you know, are practice one thing and act another way. Right. And, and I don't want, and I said, I know I've been kind of really digging into Trump and I don't want, you know, I don't want people. And luckily to the best of my knowledge, no one's, no one has unfriended me. I've had to unfriend one person just because they were <laughs> getting a little too much in my, in my face about it. So, uh, you know, just Jen, I just wanted to just say like, you know, I hope, I hope I haven't, uh, burnt the bridge with you. I mean, you're commenting on the show, so I guess you're, you know, you've taken it all in, in, in stride and understand it's coming from me. I'm an asshole. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. And, and, and- 
and you know, look, I'm not going to really talk about this uh-huh. too much anymore. You won't see as much on my feed. Mm-hmm. Um, either one of my feed. Twitter's even worse uh, because I don't. A lot of people agree with me on Twitter. Um, but you know, if I see something stupid that Trump did, oh yeah, I'm going to comment about it. I'm a fuck bitch about it. But guess what? Deal with it. I don't want Trump as my president. As far as I'm concerned, he isn't my president. He'll fuck himself. So mm-hmm. that's where I am. All right. Oh, and Jen says it's all good. And I think with that, after literally an hour of talking about this, we had a couple minutes talking about the weather, and it was all tr- anti-Trump or election stuff. And we'll do speed topics after this. And we'll be back with more Dick and Farches. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. 
And we're back. Okay, Paul. So, as something that I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I am lined up for a new job starting Monday. So, we're going to get through the holiday. You're welcome. You didn't. That's not the job You're that welcome. you were going to get me. You're welcome. <laughs> what? What, 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 what happened? What, what, what did you not tell me about? Getting a phone call by the Oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah. So, no. Uh, I, well, yeah. I put I put you as a reference. I, I'm sorry. I should have I should have let you know that I was going to yeah, put all you like, They're all like, so, so do you, do, did, have you worked with Chris Colon before? I'm like, mm. We've been working together for like three years, <laughs> two and a half, three years now, technically. You know, well, I, like, I've like, written for you your website. Him, like, would you hire him back and write it? I'm like, uh, yes. Well, well, that was a confusing thing because there's two Pauls. I, two of my references are Pauls. There should be no other Pauls. I am the ultimate Paul. But he was, he was the manager that hired me and Paul. Stop and fucking cheating and, on me. <laughs> and and probably one of maybe three people who worked at Rite Aid who I don't hate with a fucking passion. The other Paul, the, the, the Paul who's a manager at Rite Aid, and I would easily put down as a reference because I know he knows that I'm a good worker and stuff like that. All right, so Sketch says, it seems really backwards for me, for to me, for religious folks to vote for Trump. I guess it's because he suggests that he will uphold the right-wing principles, but as a Christian, I cannot stomach that man. Okay, you know what? I read that comment, Sketch, and we're going to, you, it's for the record, but we're not going to go back into <laughs> <laughs> this is the second half of the show. This we spend a, an hour talking about Trump. You doesn't want to be on here for five hours. Neither do I, because you want to record a podcast. No, I love the so. podcast. I, and, you know, I just promise we'll get we'll get to the dick By the of way, part um, Sean, thank you for uh, sharing the stream, too. I see. I noticed that you did that. See, I can see things, too, Chris. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's going to be, I'm going to be getting paid a dollar more an hour, pretty much a, more than a dollar more an hour, guaranteed a 40-hour week, because quite frankly, and if they have anything, they said, if anything, we may need you to stay extra hours which you know i've always been crying you know my, my whole time with rite aid i kept crying about having our you know not getting enough hours a stable weekends off as of right now they said weekends off so uh you know i'm i'm super excited um it's a, it's a new challenge for me i don't technically have to shave the beard i might just so i can go in there with a clean slate you know uh I'm excited, you know, it, it's it's not a job that I thought I'd ever have in a million years, but I'm going to give it a shot, you know, and, um, and Sketch says that, that's fine. I just, I don't want to put any more fuel on the fire. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so Sketch as they're not recording. I, I, we'll be done, and hopefully we'll done in about a half an hour, Sketch. I got, I got, a, I got like a whole list of things I wanted to talk about. That we'll we go through to. it very quick. Okay, so am I going to shave the beard? I may shave it. I will record it for a stranger vlog, just so you can hear, watch me cry as I shave this <laughs> two, two plus, you know, two years plus a couple months beard. Um... Recreational marijuana was made legal Several in, states, in yeah. California. It was, it was a couple other states that it was made recreational. It was a Colorado also. It had to be Colorado. Colorado gets starts all the fucking weed uh, stuff. My, my point is, I'd love to see all the people that have magically, um, stopped going to their doctors now for medical marijuana. <laughs> you know, like all these people had glaucoma or night terrors, right? Now I was like, oh, all of a sudden I don't have those conditions. I don't need, rec I don't need, uh, medical marijuana anymore. Now I could just smoke fucking, you know, a Regular, you know, good old-fashioned doobie. Um... Okay. All right. Let's get to the nerdy news. Uh, well, uh, Goldberg, in sort of nerdy news. I guess WWE counts as as, as yes. us. Goldberg last night beat Brock Lesnar in uh, what was was it Survivor Series? No, what was Survivor, some, Series Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Under two minutes. In under 10 minutes, in, in typical Goldberg fashion, uh, you know, I'm surprised they're bringing back the Goldberg. I was actually at WrestleMania 20. I actually saw the last Goldberg Brock Lesnar fight, which was boring as fuck. Every, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, people knew they were leaving. There was no fucking energy behind it. And I was in Madison Square Garden. Imagine being in Madison Square Garden for WrestleMania 20. So obviously the crowd is all hype and just the fucking energy being sucked out of the room, you know, uh, so people, that, that match was so boring as fuck. Um, I saw the highlight 
highlights because it was all you know it's fun. like WWE. I guess not that they don't they don't care. They shared it like on their own page, right? The WWE Network that that fight from last night. Um, or was it or were other other people the streaming whole it? Fight, but what happened was is pretty much like the internet being the way the internet. Yeah, is. there's like two or three <laughs> like two or three people that put the video up. As of right now, WWE hasn't taken it down. I don't think they're really. It's to it's it a commercial. It's a commercial for the WWE Network. But uh, so they're bringing that back. You know, I I mean I remember the heyday because even like before we were recording this, Paul is watching you know the WWE stream on his phone, and it's like I haven't really watched or cared for wrestling in so long. I, I don't usually, and I'm I'm familiar with the characters because like because my friends talk about it on social media. Like I'm familiar with New Day, and I'm familiar with uh, Kevin Owens, and I'm familiar with Paige, and and you know like I hear these people's names, and even like when you're watching it, like I it wasn't intriguing, you know. And then the funny thing is the commentators, the people that that are talking about it it's like lita and booker t and and jerry the king lawler and it's like those are the people i remember those are the people like that was the era that i watched i mean i i watched i would say right until like daniel bryant was starting to become a thing when he was doing his yes 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 and no 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 that was around the time i stopped watching so i would say a good about four or five years ago is when i stopped you know, I think like the, like the last time I watched it was like Daniel Bryan and Kane were like a weird tag team match, you know, like tag yeah. team partners. Yeah. And I haven't watched it since. And my friends watch it and I just I want to get into it, but I can't. But I, OK, but they may have hooked me with this Goldberg Brock Lesnar thing um, because those are two names that I recognize and I actually give a shit about. So uh, or at least Goldberg. And not that, uh, not that I don't give a shit about Brock Lesnar, but okay, he lost the match last night. Well, yeah, I mean, here's a guy who kind of told Vince McMahon to go fuck himself and wants to go do quote unquote real wrestling, when you know you can make a nice chunk of change doing fucking fake wrestling. I mean, look at look at the look at the Rock. You know, Rock, what sexiest man alive, highest paid actor in Hollywood right now, and he, you know, he comes back every couple of months. Does you know he'll come back for WrestleMania? You know, we'll see a Rock thing. What's that? That's Darrell. I start my new job. Call me, damn it. <laughs> and so, uh, you we know. We would love to try to call you, but the problem is, is we're not set up right now to do that. <laughs> we will set it up soon. And we'll make, uh, we'll we'll make we'll Oscar happy. To, we'll, we'll try do to it. see if we can do it next time. Because I, I, we'll, we'll see if we can do it. Because I, I don't. I mean, we have applications recorded over Skype, but I don't know. I mean, it should be okay. Yeah, know. we would. Ju- all we need is a headphone splitter. It would be no different than what we're doing now. It just yeah. we can't live. We couldn't live stream that episode. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, like <laughs> I said, he's like, "You're killing me, Smalls." <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Darrell. And I, you know, and I, it's funny. Like it's, it's funny. Like Oscar. Os- oh yeah, because Oscar did send me another letter just saying, "Chris, get over it." Oscar and the other half of the United States. And like Oscar to Trump voters, you're just another Mexican. Even though you're from, even though you're from Peru or whatever, a, a Trump supporter won't. Trump, they were telling, and oh God, I don't want to get into more political shit, but like they're telling people, oh, Trump's president, he's going to send you back to your country, saying that to a Puerto Rican. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico is part of the United States. You can't deport us. But I, I'm, I'm sorry, I just love to get that out. I'm not going to let it become a. You're just a, doing the whole Christ thing. I don't know. I just I'm trying to fucking uh, exercise the demon of Donald Trump out of this, this the conversation. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, okay, so, uh, like I said, Brock Lesnar said he knows that that's why he's gonna go. I mean, Brock Lesnar thought he could be the man and do real wrestling because Brock Lesnar was a college wrestler. That's, that's how he got he his, like. He played professional football, too. And, yeah, so, I mean, I, but, you know, I guess he, he bit the hand that fed, you know, he went and he left UFC and then come back to WWE and, you know, you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna have to face the wrath of Vince Honestly, man. like, I, I would love to see, 
a match that I would like to see personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it'll ever happen, but uh, Goldberg versus John Cena, I think that would be the match. Yeah, well, they say, they said he wants to do a, a title run or whatever the case may be. So you know, it, it would be it would be definitely interesting to see Goldberg, John Cena, WrestleMania. What is it, thirty two now or something like that? It was well, he's supposed to be it. Well, I mean, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't watched Raw. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be, he's going to be in the Royal Rumble, so we'll see. I must be missing something, because Darrell keeps commenting and I don't see it on my page. But... Oh, yeah, it doesn't show up on the video feed, I don't know. Okay, so, uh, let me see, what else I have? Okay, so next week, starting the 28th, after this wonderful Thanksgiving holiday that we're about to celebrate, all the DC shows, the DC shows on the CW, or as we like to call it, the DCW, <laughs> uh, are all going to have their crossover event. Now, why this holds a special place in my heart is that part of the reason I got into comics, and I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before on the podcast, but I don't <coughs> know if I ever mentioned it with, with you being on a podcast. My godbrother, <coughs> when I was born and raised, my godbrother was a bodybuilder, and he was like Mr. New York 1982, oh. and he was a big dude. That being said, he was also he also worked security at a very famous New York City comic book store called The Forbidden Planet. And this was back when they were on 11th Street. Now they moved up to 13th Street. But back when they were on 11th Street, he was security. Now imagine this big fucking... Uh, Darrell said Oscar would be considered Mexican too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know. So. Uh. Now, that being said, um, so my godbrother was security at a... You know, imagine you say, you're not going to steal fucking comic books from this place. This big fucking muscle-bound He-Man looking dude is going to fucking beat the shit out of you. Now, that being said, my godbrother also collected comic books. I mean, his room was literally like a bed and some shelves and just boxes of comics. You know, what people who read comics call long boxes. He had long boxes, long boxes, long boxes. And he had toys and stuff like that. I mean, he was a, a grown-up kid. Unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 30 of a heart attack. That's a whole other issue I don't want to talk about. But um, before he passed... He gave me these three comics. Now, these three comics were called DC Invasion, the Invasion comics. And it was, the, the original comics started back in 1989, and it was three 80-page issues about these aliens who come to the DC universe, and they set off a bomb on Earth. Well, first, it's these aliens, and they recruit other aliens from around the fucking galaxy to come to Earth, because they're like, Earth has all these fucking metahumans on them. And they, they use the, they, that's the first time I ever heard the phrase, metahuman. This is back in 1989. And they release a bomb on Earth, which takes all the superheroes that are metahumans, as in those who got their powers genetically. Now, of course, with the, with the shows like Arrow, or, I mean, shows like Flash, people got it from the incident that, you know, when the lightning at Star Labs and all this other bullshit. Um... So, obviously, I mean, they're going to take giant leaps and bounds with it like they did with Flashpoint on, on Flash. But it's about aliens coming to Earth to depower this, the metahumans because they feel the humans are a fucking threat. I mean, and hey, I mean, Supergirl's an alien. Superman is an alien. These are aliens. So, um, I don't know if that's the storyline that they're going to go with, but it's based on the DC Invasion comics. And for and it's like those TV shows, the DC Invasion series brought in all the superheroes or as many as they, you know, it wasn't just Superman and Batman. I mean, it was fucking, you know, Dr. Fade and Green Lantern and Hawkgirl and all these characters that don't really get into the spotlight 
it was a big event. The way like the Infinity Gauntlet was a big event, and the Infinity Gauntlet took place a couple years later. So we probably wouldn't even have the Infinity Gauntlet if it wasn't for the DC Invasion series. The same way they had, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths and 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 all that other you know nonsense. Well, not nonsense, but so the DC Invasion series has a special place in my heart because it was a gift from my God, brother, rest his soul. So I'm super excited to see, and you know, I love the Flash. I've caught a couple episodes of Supergirl. You know, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, I, I try to watch. The last episode had Jonah Hex, and I was bored to fucking tears. Uh, you know, you have a show that's so good, and they do an, uh, a Wild West episode. Arrow. I'm keeping up with Arrow. Um, it's, first of all, I still haven't, I gotta put my review on it. For, I I've been so busy that I haven't gotten a review on it. I will get it out probably either this week or next week, I promise, mm-hmm. uh, for season four. But I, I after season four, I, I came into the season being like, this is going to be a shitstorm. <laughs> and it's actually been really good. I, I've been very impressed by uh, the season so far. I will say that uh, not only am I impressed with the season, but I, I think that uh, they've turned around a, a lot of things. Uh, as far as you know, Oliver and Felicity's relationship, I think they still need to repair that. They need to do something. Like I, all I really want, all I really want is just a normal, real argument where he just sits there and just lays it on her, just like <laughs> you're a bitch. I did all this stuff for you. Mm-hmm. I have done literally everything for you. I lie once, and you don't want to be with me. Okay. I saved this the planet. This is where I am. This is where the fuck I am. I don't give a shit what you want to do. But oh. you want to still do this? Fine. Mm-hmm. But what you did was shitty. I needed you to fucking know that because you know what? That's bullshit. And we should be together. That's what I would have said. I would have been like, "Fuck you." D- and by the way, I would have cooked kicked her to the fucking curb too. Darrell says Flash is Paul's nickname. <laughs> So, um... Wait, no, that's not nice. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> uh, so, I'm super excited for next week. And then the cool thing is that I'm going to be, now that I have that new job, I'm going to have my evenings when other... Well, if you get my, the CW app, you can watch it every... Yeah, that's, all the time. that's true, yeah. It's I, free. See, that's, that's a weird thing. People don't know this. And this is a little thing for those of you watching the stream live right now. You can actually, if you have, like, the Roku box, you have Amazon, uh, Fire Stick... As far as I know, when you download the, the CW app, it's free. Yeah. It's completely free. There's a CW Seed app, which has some other shows on it. I think you need to have... It only works on phones right now. It doesn't yeah. work on, like, every single thing. Well, I mean, I think, like, you could go and you could watch... It's, like, what, every episode, right? It's, like, every episode of The every Flash. Every episode. I've watched every episode what, what the, There's nothing wrong with that. Why don't... Like, I understand why Netflix needs to make money and stuff like that, but Hulu... I loved Hulu. I watched Hulu. Then I'm, I'm going back a couple years... I'm gonna be honest with you, and then obviously we gotta get out of here. But um, I, I actually think Hulu's doing Hulu. I like Hulu a lot more, mm-hmm. just because it has a lot more content on it. Mm-hmm. Netflix, uh, I think, needs to step with their game in the sense that they need to do the same thing as Hulu and the same thing as uh, um, CW apps do. Have ads? What the fuck does it matter? Yeah, well, what the fuck does it aren't, matter? Aren't there shows on Netflix that have ads? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, no. I mean, okay. So, well, sometimes they have ads, but mostly, most of the time, if it's an ad, it's just promoting a show. Yeah. I mean, well, just, my thing is, I mean, I get Netflix for what they're doing, and I guess you know we wouldn't have good shows like you know Stranger Things. As much as I bash Stranger Things, it was a good show. Orange is the New Black, Black Mirror. I mean, those are good shows, and 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 I guess you know you have to subscribe to get that kind of content. But I mean, Hulu. Let me tell you, and it's fun as of right now because once again, without Wi-Fi or anything like that, I'm rewatching Lost. I bought the box set for Lost after it came out, and and I bought the box set because I was watching it on Hulu. 
Like, I got so into the show, and at that time, that, that was at a time where me and my daughter's mother were in better time, you know, when, we, when things were better with us in our relationship. We, I was watching Lost on fucking, on Hulu, and I loved it so much that I ran out and bought the box set. And that was like $150, that fucking box set, because it, it was the deluxe box set that came with all these extra stupid things that I didn't need, but, you know. I hate you, I'm just, oh, what are you he oh, said, okay, Al Bundy. Al Bundy then. So uh, my point being is that we need more ad-supported, free ad, yet ad-supported um, stuff because, you know, it, I, I have a feeling it worked for me. And as much as I like, and I'm not bashing Netflix, I'm just saying is, you know, I like the CW. Let the CW put their shit out out there. And mind you, The Flash is on Netflix. I know that for a fact. But I think I'd rather watch it on the fucking WB app. Because then they do ad support. It's no different than if you're watching it on TV. And as a matter of fact, on computers, it's even more direct because they get a little bit of your info. And then they can market to you directly. Okay, here's a fat fuck. He probably likes food. Okay, let's advertise food to him. You know what I'm saying? Advertise hair products. You know, the hair shaving products or, you know, beard care products. You know, as, as, as opposed to whatever, you know, something that advertises to you or advertise someone else who likes the Flash. So, uh... Let me see. What, do I have anything else on my list? I think we're good. Uh, honestly. Yeah. No, that it was a good episode. Oh, I just wanted to say the new Metallica album's out. It fucking rocks. It kicks ass. I mean, you know, obviously, no, it's not going to be the way Metallica were before the Black Album pre nineteen ninety. Kanye was. He's a <laughs> Kanye it's was. To you, now he's broken and and, and he's yeah. stupid because he's supposed to be touring. And he's having, well, he was obviously a fucking nutball, but I, it's, it's a little too late to talk about getting to Continue West now, but the guy was obviously fucking crazy, and, you know, now we're all going to pay the price. Um, but the new Metallica album's out. Even if you're broke as fuck, and I'm not saying steal the album, because that's illegal, and remember what Metallica did with Napster. <laughs> that being said, you can go on YouTube. They put out a music video for every single song on the album. There's 13 songs on the album. If I'm not mistaken, 13 or 14 songs on the album, you can watch a music video for. So even if you're dirt poor, but some reason you're watching this and you have a Wi-Fi connection or you're listening to the podcast, um, you could watch every single video. Meaning, also you could also listen to listen to every song and and watch it obviously to support the sh- to support the band. Watch it off the Metallica channel, Metallica TV on YouTube. Um, so even if you're dirt poor. You could still hear the whole album. And of course, it's on Spotify, but fuck Spotify, don't use them. Uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube ads, click on the ad, you know, give them the revenue they deserve. Or go out there and actually, holy shit, actually go out and buy a physical copy of the album. You know, uh, Metallica's one of the few bands I'll do that for. The same reason, like, I'll run out to go see Doctor Strange the night it came out, because, you know, stuff like that I want to support. And I'll put my money towards it because I want more of it. So, the new album, Hardwired to Self Destruct. And also, I wrote an article about it. I wrote an article about how new Metallica sort of has borrowed from old Metallica. And if you want to read that article and you're not following me on social media, you can see the article on twostrangersonepodcast.net. So it's not really an article. It's more of a piece because it's not really structured like an article. But just I, pictures of him new. I break down every track. I break down every track and I kind of I talk about what the track's about and I also talk about what older Metallica songs it kind of sounds like. So if that's your kind of thing, check it out on twostrangersonepodcast.net. If you don't already follow me on social media, obviously everyone who's been commenting on the show are friends of ours of the show. But if you're new to the show, welcome. I apologize for the hour's worth of political talk. Hopefully we won't do that again for a long while unless fucking World War Three breaks out. Then we will talk about it. Um, so 
Let's wrap it up. That's what she said. Maybe. <laughs> and please visit two strangers one podcast.net. It's a it's a website that I developed all by myself for free. <laughs> and it looks like a free website. It looks like one of those GeoCities websites from, from the late nineties. But that, <laughs> that being said, uh, you can find everything show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. And I'm glad everything converted over well with the with the transition from uh, Podomatic to SoundCloud. So you can go on iTunes and search us. Search in the iTunes store, Two Strangers on Podcast. Subscribe to it there on an iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can find us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Google devices in the Google Play Store. Uh, well, duh, I just said we're on SoundCloud. You could actually go on SoundCloud and search for Two Strangers on Podcast and subscribe to us on there. Oh, and I forgot on Stitcher, which is what, which is the app I use to get all my podcasts. Um, I put it on the listen later option and the available offline lot option. So we're in a Wi-Fi spot. You can download all the episodes that you want. You can uh, download them, add them to the listen later, so you're not killing your data, you're not killing your battery, and listen to them later on. This is what I do because I come to Paul's house. I use his Wi-Fi, I get my podcasts, and then I'll listen to them throughout the week. Uh, Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Smodcast, This American Life, Mark Marin, Adam Carolla, and of course Paul's other baby. The Toonami Faithful Podcast is on the Stitcher app. Damn straight. But also, the Toonami Faithful Podcast is also on SoundCloud. So it, once you subscribe to us on SoundCloud, you can subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Podcast on SoundCloud. And we are also available in the Google Play Store. So we're on, uh, the, in, we're actually, even though we're on uh, in Stitcher, we're actually like in the genuine Google Play Store. So you can, there's like four different ways you can get the show and see what else. You can write to us like Oscar did. We spent the first hour of the show, well, not really just talking about Oscar's letter, but a good chunk of that first hour was, was between Trump and Oscar, the two villains of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. That's all spelled out. Once again, we want your money. We need your money. But if you don't have a dime to give us, it takes two seconds to like and share us on Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter at, at stranger podcast, which I haven't been really going crazy on, but I have been spamming people for the terror vision episode that I did for cinema psyops. Uh, check out episode first, check out the podcast podcast in general cinema psyops but my episode is episode 64 that's uh cinema c-i-n-e-m-a psyops p-s-y-o-p-s episode 64 we talk about the movie terror vision and it's a great episode it's pretty funny and it's funny how me and uh court and matt are the the hosts of the show we're sort of on the same page when it comes to kind of rude jokes and stuff like that um yeah you cheated on but that was you know and i'm gonna have them on the show so so maybe we'll do that skype thing with them also even though i know you don't listen to their podcast i'm not a cheater i'm just i'm I'm uh, not monogamous. I'm polyamorous. <laughs> um, and then also, all right, Miley Cyrus. Also on our go on YouTube, check out our YouTube videos because I was going to go through all the pain in the ass of archiving our old episodes on the new server. That's just proven to be a real fucking pain in the ass, and I'm probably not going to do it. So if you'd like to listen to old episodes, four years worth of podcasts, you can go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers on Podcast. There you could find every single episode up until this one on YouTube. Search for Two Strangers podcast um and once again i can't tell you to like the videos i can't
can't tell you to click on the ads before the videos. I can't tell you to click on the ads and the banners that come up while during the video. But if you did, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it would certainly help the show. So, uh, you know, God damn it, I want my 13 cents. So that's all the ways you can. And check out my Stranger Vlog. I did one. I did one. My two recent ones. I'm going to do one about cutting the beard. But my two recent ones, I did one about going to Comic-Con. And then I did a 24-minute video of all the stuff that I got at Comic-Con. So uh, check those out. The Stranger Vlog. Just once again, just search for Two Strangers, One Podcast. I believe that was the most recent one where I talk about the stuff I got at Comic-Con was episode 39. So, and hey, if you want to know any of that stuff, look, I'm in between work right now. Make me an offer. <laughs> Hit me up in the comments and share and like those on your page also if you, if you can. That'd be greatly appreciated. And I echo the floor to you, sir. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscolo. You can Instagram me. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Biscolo. I'm actually post pictures. Yeah. Um, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Biscolo questions. About the podcast, about Tsunami stuff, whatever. By the way, fuck you, Oscar. I don't talk about Tsunami that much. Um, and then uh, if you want to email me, it's Paul Biscolo at Tsunami Faithful. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, and um, Near Core Absolution Volume 3. Is now up for pre order. Uh, you can get that now. It's uh, you can pre order it now. It's geekyinkproductions.bandcamp.com. Uh, click on the uh, the uh, picture for Nerdcraft Solution Volume Three, and you can pre order it now. It will be out. Leave it is the correct. I'm losing my mind. I'm doing too much stuff here. So give me two seconds, and I can tell you what the exact date is. It is December now. So December 9th is when it officially comes out. Uh, but you can buy it now. You can pre order it for nine dollars now. You get ten tracks. One of those. And we certainly hope you guys enjoy listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. Oh. Don't be a stranger. Peace. Oh. Bye. You should be fapping. All night long. All night. Oh yeah. Nice. Hopefully I didn't keep Paul from recording Tsunami Faithful tonight. Bye. Alright, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I've smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively. So, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. 
motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure, I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Oh, come motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin, that's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like on. I can see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.